Hey y'all, hey. Welcome to Such a Lady and I'm your host Siobhan. If you are new tuning in, welcome, welcome to our toxic home. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Thank you for joining us. Make yourself at home. You are welcome. You can sit with us. We want you here. So get comfortable. Um, If you are a Sal, such a lady, thank you for coming back each week. I appreciate you guys. You guys are so dope. I say that every week, but really, this couldn't happen without y'all. And then y'all just are funny. So I just, y'all listen. Thank you. Last week, we did our um, giveaway, and I wanted it to be fair, um, although Such a Lady does drop on Monday, um, everybody don't listen to it on Monday, so I wanted everybody to have a chance to be able to um, enter and get a chance to be in a drawing. So I have everybody's name in a cup. <clears throat> I don't know if y'all can hear me over shaking this cup up, but everybody's name is in there. I double-checked it. I had my daughter double-check it to make sure nobody's name was left off. So y'all heard me put the cup down? Don't play. <laughs> I'm stirring it up. I'm stirring it up. All right, all right, all right. Come on, somebody good. All right, so I'm pulling out the name now. I wish y'all could be here. So, at Transparenty, T-R-A-N-S-P-A-R-E-N-T-E-A. Okay, so this is your username on Instagram. So you're the winner. I'm not sure what your name is. I don't know why I didn't write that down better. You know what? I need to do better. But you're the winner. I'll take a screenshot and then I will put it on the social media and I will uh, reach out to you. But congratulations on winning the $100 um, giveaway. So y'all know this was live because I... I can't never get it right with names. What is wrong with... Okay, congratulations um, to the winner of the gift giveaway. Um, this week, such a lady of the week, though, um, is Ness Pruitt, a.k.a. Nessa Nessie Cafe. Um, thank you for being this week's such a lady of the week. And our business such a lady of the week is... Love on a Plate, and it's owned by Rhea Blackman. She owns a catering business, and the food is really good, y'all. Um, Rhea is a really, really sweet person. <clears throat> if you have an event that you need hosted, or if you're just looking for somebody to cater your food or meal prep, whatever you need, listen, or even if you don't, you just like looking at food, go follow her. Like, Support can be a follow. We've already talked about this. But listen, thank you guys. And thank you again. Thank you to the winner of the gift card. Thank you to our Such a Lady of the Week. And to our business, Such a Lady of the Week. Um, So let's get to it. Um, I totally believe if you like it, I love it. And (laughs) I'm not meaning it in the way like if you like it, I love it. You stupid. I promise I'm not. But lately, a lot of people have been more open to having open relationships. And if it works for you, that's okay. I'm just not with it. Like, I don't, 
I, I listen, I'll share my food. <laughs> I'll share, listen, I'll share my car, but I'm no, I'm not sharing my man. Not on purpose. That's notice I said not on purpose. <laughs> Y'all not finna catch me and be like, she said she ain't never sharing her man. Oops, look what we found. Look, if you found it, it ain't on purpose. Stop playing with me. <laughs> but um some people are okay with it. I rem- because I remember at one point in my life um being in a long-term relationship and just being honest, I was just happy that he came home at night. Um I thought that that was a flex. You know, um so at that time that's where my mind was. You know, over time people evolve and it took me a while, but I had to realize that I didn't need to compete with anybody else but myself. Um, I was my own competition. But before realizing that, I would compete with other women over men that I didn't have no business competing over. Like they wasn't even worth <laughs> they wasn't even worth the energy. But we out here fighting over them. You know what I mean? Here we are competing over a boy that didn't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. <laughs> my mama used to say, no goals no objectives. And here you are just loving the potential. And I'd be like, mama, what do you mean? The potential, what you think he might have, what you think you see in him. You loving that, baby. You can't let a potential. You have to love what you see. Um, but then imagine giving your all like for a listen, imagine giving your all to a person who has in return been giving you the same for years. Until one day they decide, you know, they want to switch things up. That's what happened on this week's Toxic Love Story Gone Wrong. Lisa Ping was a mother of two boys and the wife of Jim Ping. The two had been married and had arrived at what most would call success. I'm not going to lie to you. I called it success. They didn't look like they were struggling for no money out of Kiani Streets. Um, Lisa and Jim had been married for years and reportedly Lisa had given up her career to help Jim create the vision that he had, um, Ranger Electronic Communications. And they sold, um, CB. I don't know if y'all remember CBs. Like if y'all do, then we tell them our age, but they used to sell CB radios to police departments all over the world. So they hit Jim's net worth at the time was about 200 million. So he wasn't hurting for no money. After his vision came to pass, this, they were like this huge power couple and they were a force to be reckoned with. Their sons were growing up to be these wonderful young men and because they could afford it they sent them off to boarding school I'm not gonna lie maybe it's because I don't know money like that but um I, I if if my mama had money and then she was just like I'm finna send you to boarding school I'm probably finna be pissed like I want to stay home I don't know. But again, I don't know because I ain't never had money like that. Maybe boarding school is where it's at. But I'm just kind of like, so we got money and you sending me away? I don't know. But listen, let me mind the tax bracket that pays me and keep going with the story. So while the boys were away, daddy decided to play. 
While Jim was on one of his meetings in China, he met the beautiful Jennifer Jai, who worked in the hotel industry. Of course, there was a huge age difference between the two of them. Jennifer was 24 and Jim was 49. And I can't stress this enough. He was 49 and he was married with two kids. I can't say that enough. (laughs) By night, though, Jennifer was paid to go to parties to entertain men. And I don't mean entertain like sleep with them, but like she was very beautiful. So, um... She would go and, like, be a hostess and stuff like that. Well, Jennifer understood the assignment, okay? She knew what she was being paid to do. And Jim saw her, and they started talking. And he was in awe of Jennifer. He was. Like, she was the best thing smoking to him. So after talking and exchanging letters, the two begin this sexual relationship with each other. And after a while, it becomes more than just sexual. They start having feelings for each other and deciding that they can't be without each other. And Jim finally says, listen, I don't want you that far away from me. I want you close to me. And so he decides that he has to do something about it. Well, y'all, y'all know secrets can only be kept a secret for so long. Eventually, Jim's wife finds out about his affair. One day, she's at home and she's unpacking his stuff. Now, Jim's wife packs his stuff and she unpacks his stuff. So, she didn't give up her career for this man. She packing his bags. She unpacking his bags like... It sounds like she's doing the thing. Well, one day when she's unpacking one of his bags from his trip to China, she notices a woman's clothing in there, like some lingerie. And she asked him about it. And Jim is like, listen, I don't want to talk about it. So Lisa goes crazy. She starts cutting the stuff up like, listen, you you don't want to talk about it. I bet you she's not going to get this back. (laughs) I bet you she won't wear it again. And she cuts it up. And she's still asking him about it, like, what's going on? And he's like, no, listen, I don't want to talk about it. But during this time, what Lisa doesn't know is that Jim has brought Jennifer into the company and he has offered her a position as a assistant manager at one of the companies that his wife Lisa helped him build okay paying her $5,000 a month like what is you doing that you getting paid $5,000 a month. Like, I want to know, like, what is your background history? Do you even know about Ranger Electronics? Like, listen, $5,000 a month? Okay. Yeah, I can see why Lisa was pissed. Lisa thinking after all that she's gave and all that she gave up, that if she goes to Jim one last time and has this heart-to-heart, that he would stop this crazy nonsense and leave this girl alone. She was wrong. 
Okay. When she confronted Jim, he was like, let it go. Like, for real, like, I'm not going to leave her alone. Jim totally disregarded his wife of years feelings regarding his new little mistress, his new boo. He was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not giving her up. So Lisa decides that if Jim won't hear her out, that she's gonna try to convince Jennifer that, listen, I was here before you were, we have this family and I need you to see what this is doing to me. If you can just look me in my eyes and see how this is hurting me, then maybe you would leave him alone because you wouldn't want nobody to do you like that. Lisa expected too much from these folks, y'all. Jennifer knew her position, but she also was ready to take the leading role. So when Lisa did confront her, she let her know she wasn't going nowhere. She was like, didn't Jim tell you that I wasn't going nowhere? Well, let me reiterate that I'm not going anywhere. And that's what it was. Lisa had tried with Jim and with Jennifer and still ended up with her husband's mistress. Still around, not going nowhere. Now, I'm not saying that it's okay to cheat. I'm not, not at all. But Jim had not only cheated, he he brought his mistress to the United States, gave her a job, not just any job, a job at the company where his wife worked at. Like, you got to be a bold sucker. Like, that's like... I don't care at this point. Like, why are you playing with me? I don't like that for him. I don't like that for her. Then when his wife found out, Jim played her to the side. Like, no, like, I'm going to still do what I'm going to do. And you're going to still keep being the wife that you've been being. And apparently, sorry, y'all, I think I might be getting sick. Apparently in their culture, it's okay to have an affair As long as it's not public, you're not being, you know, loud about it. Well, Jim was being loud about it, okay? If Jim had had an affair and brought his mistress to the United States and not given her a job at his company, maybe she would not have felt so entitled because she did. There was something Jim was doing or not doing that made this girl Jennifer feel like she could be so comfortable being around this married man and saying the stuff she was saying to his wife, like sending messages, just, just, just being bold about it. At some point after begging and pleading Jim to stop seeing Jennifer and him disregarding her over and over again, she just tried to block it out. Lisa just tried to pretend like that part of her life didn't exist, which is a sad life to live. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I got to pretend like I don't know my husband. She know me because he don't care when I bring it up. That's really, really sad. Now, Jennifer thought that she knew her role, but <clears throat> she wanted the starring role. Okay. I'm, I, she did. She listened. She wasn't playing, but she had gotten brought from China and got set up like you getting paid to basically sleep with this man because I'm sure you wasn't assisting anything but this man (laughs) to take his pants down I'm sure that's the only assistant he was doing so you 
knew what she knew what she was doing. She she was younger. She was she thought she was beautiful. She she was just waiting on Jim to leave his wife for her. Now, Jennifer would go on to tell Jim that she herself wanted to get married and she wanted to have children because she was still young and it it was only fair. He got to have kids and he got to get married. So why come she can't do the same? (laughs) Although Jim would tell Jennifer that he had a family and he would remind her of her role as the side piece. Jennifer still gets pregnant. And she couldn't be more excited to come tell her baby daddy that she pregnant. Now, Jim is not as excited as Jennifer is because he told her what it was. Now, he did. He was like, listen, I told you that I didn't want no kids outside of the two that I had. And I wasn't leaving my wife. Like, what what didn't you hear? But Jennifer never being one to not get what she wanted. She tells Jim that, listen, if you thought that I was getting rid of this baby, that's not an option. I'm not. And as long as Jim had been messing with Jennifer, I'm sure he knew that she meant what she said. She meant what she said. And I'm sure that, I mean, I wasn't there, but I'm sure that she wasn't taking any precautions not to get pregnant, especially after she told Jim that she wanted to have a baby. But what killed me is this. If you know that you don't want to have no kids outside of the kids you got with your wife, you could A, not have sex with somebody outside of your wife. That could be that could be the number one thing. Or you could be, you could take the precautions to not have kids, get a vasectomy. Or I'm saying you paying her, you could get her to get fixed. I'm just saying, but now that she's pregnant, you mad. What did you think was going to happen? Like, that's what happened when people have sex. Kids happen. Like, I mean, it been that way since the land before time. I don't know. That's what killed me. How you mad? You was doing it? I don't... Okay, so... Jennifer had... decided that she wasn't going to work. And that was okay. Because Jim didn't want her to go anywhere. Um, I'm sure Jennifer felt like she held all the cards in her hand at this point. Um, Jim decided that, listen, if she's not going to get rid of the baby, then I have to take care of it. You know, I have to be, I have to step up to the plate. And I'm, I'm just being honest. He was already taking care of us. So what are you going to do? Not take care of the baby. So he decides to set Jennifer up in a nicer place because before she was in an apartment. Now he decides to put her and his son up in a nice gated community less than four miles from the home that he shared with his wife. One, two, three, four. I said it, four. The one who he had been, the, the one who had been begging him to leave this mistress, that wife, yeah. But instead of respecting his wife's wishes, he's now living a double life with the family right down the street from the family that he worked for years to create. Now, we can't be sure what Lisa was thinking, but we know that she asked Jim to leave Jennifer alone, and he said no, okay? Lisa knew that 
she was close because she was working for them. But I don't think she really knew how close she was. You know what I mean? Because once she started like trying to pretend like she didn't exist, I don't know if she just like out of sight, out of mind. I'm not sure. But time passes and Jennifer has given birth to Jim's son, Kevin, and they're living down the road from his wife, Lisa. I'm not sure how Jim thought that this was going to play out, but apparently he was thinking with the wrong head. One day, a perfect storm happens. Lisa is at the mall and she sees her husband's mistress and this beautiful baby boy. It doesn't take long to put the pieces together. And Lisa is pissed. She's hurt. She's embarrassed. And she's honestly unsure of what to do next. But she is sure that the baby Jennifer is carrying is the son of her husband. Does she confront the mistress? Does she confront her husband? Does she call her husband? What did she do? Because past experiences showed that speaking to either one of them won't be beneficial. I can't even imagine the pain that Lisa must have felt. You know what I mean? To, I mean, you're trying to block it out, but then you it's like right in your face, like slapping you in your face. You see the mistress, then you see that they had this whole baby that you don't know nothing about. So what does Lisa do? She didn't confront Jennifer. She didn't call Jim. She didn't say a word. She just got in her car and she sat with her thoughts. Until Jennifer came out the mall. And the story goes like this. Lisa followed Jennifer to her gated community and apparently she waited for Jennifer to get into the house. Once she gets into the house, Lisa rings the doorbell. Jennifer opens up the door. Lisa charges in and she stabs Jennifer over 18 times. She then leaves. During this time, where's Jim? Jim is out of the country, okay? He 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 on a trip. He probably out finding him another another new little new Jennifer because by this time it's time to upgrade. So he probably out here flexing his money around. But when he comes back, the first place he goes is not to his wife. That's not the first place he goes. He leaves the airport and he comes straight to his mistress's Jennifer's house so he can see her and his son. So he gets to the house and he knocks on the door and nobody answers the door. And so he's a little worried, but not too worried. Maybe she went out with the kid, did a little shopping, you know, spending some of his money like she always do. Um, so he decides he's going to wait a little while. Well, then he tries again. She's still not answering the door. He leaves. He comes back. And he decides that he's going to use his key this time. Why he didn't use his key the first time, I'm not sure. But I guess he was trying to give her respect. So you respecting her. Now I'm mad. You respect her, but you don't respect your wife. Okay. All right. See, you can't make this stuff up. You cannot make this stuff up. You don't respect your wife, but you respect her because you 
waited to use the key to her house. Okay. So he uses the key to go into the house. And when he goes inside, he finds the love of his life, Jennifer, dead. And he's going crazy. So he goes to see where his son is at because if Jennifer's dad, the mom, then where's the baby at? So he goes into the room looking for his son, Kevin, and he sees Kevin in the crib, but Kevin has been suffocated. So Jim gets on the phone and he calls the police and he lets them know, hey, listen, we got we got to get some people out here because it's bad. It's real bad. And the police come and they see this gruesome crime scene and they know that it's not just some random person because they can tell it's a crime of passion and who would suffocate a baby? Who would do something like that? So Jim is like the first suspect. Like, why why are you here? And what do you have to do with this? And so Jim is like, well, I'm the baby's daddy and I'm paying for all this, okay? And the police, of course, suspect him, but he has an alibi because he was out of town and he has proof of it. He's able to show him, you know, his plane ticket and when he arrived, but he does give the police some information that's going to be helpful. He tells them that he's married with two sons. So the police automatically know, well, if Jim didn't do this because he wasn't here, then we need to look at his wife. And so they go and they bring Lisa in for questioning and she's saying she didn't have anything to do with it, but they don't believe her. And Jim asked, hey, can I talk to my wife alone for a second? And of course, the police let them talk. But at this point, you know, there's no there's no privacy. You, there's no expectation of privacy once you, you know, you, you at the police house at their home. And so Jim asked his wife, why did she do that? Why did she kill, you know, that woman? Why, why, why did she do it? And Lisa said it was self-defense. She said that she fell on the knife. Well, that was her admission right there. So they go to trial. And this is huge, y'all. This is huge, like in the Asian community, because they're like, what is going on? Like, why would you do your wife like this? Like, they had people out here rallying for Lisa. They was they was they was going for her. They were like, Jim, like you was loud with it. Like, you know, out here embarrassing my girl like that. Why would you do it like that? So the first trial ends up in uh, a mistrial, a hung jury, okay? It, it just don't go nowhere. The second trial, Lisa gets sentenced to life in prison. And a lot of people thought that that was wrong. And apparently her law team wasn't going to give up they ended up getting her sentence overturned because they said that they did not properly read her her rights. So this is going to be another trial. And so they decide, listen, the first one was a mistrial. The second one, we got to plead. The third one, uh, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. They didn't get a plea. 
The second one, they got a judgment, but they decided to take a plea. Lisa decided that she would agree that she had killed Jennifer and it would just be considered time served. She was sent back to Taiwan and she was told she could never, ever, ever come back to the United States again. But I tried to find if her and Jim got back together, but I definitely couldn't find out because Jim stood by her side. He came, he came to one pretrial hearing and then he went back to Taiwan and he never came. Like he wasn't there for any of the trials or any of that, but word was back home, he still stood by her. But I can kind of see how because he never intended on leaving her. Even when he was messing with Jennifer and he had the son, he never said I was going to leave my wife. He was going to continue to live this double life, but he was never going to leave her. So I, I just, that's just crazy. Do I think that two things can be wrong at the same time? Absolutely. Was Jennifer wrong? Yes. Was Lisa wrong? Yes. Lisa did not have to kill that baby. She honestly didn't even have to kill um, Jennifer. She could have just walked away and took that man's money. That's what she could have did. She could have walked away and took half of the money. Let them be great in peace and you be shopping. But I, I was gonna say, but now you in jail, but she ain't even in jail. I mean, she she got off she got off pretty easy. She did. I, I would have to say it was a slap on the wrist because she didn't spend much time in jail. And then she got to go back home to her, you know, her 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 homeland, and it wasn't like she's in jail. Um, so she's not spending the rest of her life in jail. But I just think that Jim could have prevented all of this. He could have divorced his wife. Like, so many people could have changed the outcome. Jim could have just kept it in his pants. Let's just be honest. Then Jennifer could have just said, no, you're married. And Lisa could have walked away. Everybody could have made better choices. But that one decision cost Jennifer her life and Lisa to spend time in jail and then Jim lost the love of his life and his baby all for what because you 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 wanted to meet a man sad story sad sad story the only person who really 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 was innocent in this whole story was Jim's son Kevin the one that passed away poor baby well if you are in a toxic relationship and you are looking to get out, choose you, you can always reach out to us here at Such a Lady. Or if you don't want to see your business, you can reach out to the National Domestic Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. We just want you to be safe. We want you to choose you. Everything that you are waiting for is is on the other side of choosing you first. So, today choose you if you are the toxic in the relationship that goes for you as well you can reach out to us or you can reach out to the national domestic hotline 
But either way, I'm asking you to choose you. Y'all don't forget to be great on purpose. I love you guys. Don't forget to meet us over on social media at such a lady 30 Instagram and such a lady on Facebook. And I will have the winner posted there with their name. (laughs) I hope y'all have a great week. Remember, if you have a bad morning, don't let it turn into a bad day. Don't let it milk your whole day. Okay. Don't, don't let it do that. Don't, I don't want that for you. I don't want that for us. Let's meet back here, same time, same toxic place next week. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. 